Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. 103.1 FM, 910980 AM or anywhere on the Odyssey app. 45 degrees and is it still sunny outside? Maybe. Yeah, it's still sunny outside. I don't even know what time. Oh, I see a little horizon now when I leave the studio now, so that's that's getting a little better. Not total darkness anymore. 510 here. The Rob O'Donnell Show is brought to you by Road Scholar Transport. You have unique shipping needs, and Road Scholar has unique shipping solutions. Dry van, temperature-controlled, and high security are just a few. Visit roadscholar.com. You can call or text at 570-883-0098. Got a text message into the spot earlier. We were talking about the precedent case, precedent setting case where a parent has now been held responsible for their children's actions in a murder. Says, I'm a staunch supporter of the second with zero compromise. That being said, I believe those parents absolutely had to be held accountable, as do many in similar incidents. The problem is anti-gun groups are going to push that action against all parents now, regardless of the totality of the circumstances. That goes without saying, and I agree with you 100% there. Uh, I, I did follow this case, uh, not too in-depthly, but I, I did follow it. Uh, and, and, and again, the, the, the testimony from the mother and the closing arguments from the attorney really did me in. And again, just watching that and having seen enough was enough for me. And then you see the, the jury foreman saying that there was not a unanimous decision when they first went in. But then after those things happened and there was no remorse of the callous attitude of the mother saying that she would do nothing different, knowing that there were four of her son's fellow students that were murdered, uh, just did them, twisted them the wrong way. And that was the end of that. And, and I said a long, long time ago, and I, I just posted it earlier this week, that if you want to start stemming gun crime, start making people held responsible for it. We have mandatory minimums that we don't follow now. They want to talk about the bad assault rifles, that made-up word. They want to call, talk about semi-automatic rifles, extended magazines, and all the scary names that they want to call things. And I said, plain and simple, you use a semi-automatic rifle in any violent felony, 10 years in prison. That's it. No, no option for anything else. You use an extended magazine, 10 years in prison. And somebody commented, why not any gun crime? If you commit a violent felony while having a gun, 10 years in prison, minimum, that's it. Simple as that. They'll never go for that because that actually holds criminals accountable. They want to go for 
the stance that if you don't have guns, then a criminal can't steal them and then get them. If they limit the law-abiding citizen to have guns under the guise of uh, you know, common sense gun reform, which they really can't define, if they limit legal guns out there, then there'll be less illegal guns out there. That's their mantra. Well, how about we hold the people using the guns illegally accountable? And if that doesn't work, then we can discuss other things. But once you start taking the repeat offenders off the streets for 10 years, they might think twice about using a gun again when they got out. They're going to stop using guns. It's just proven. But they won't do that because they don't want to solve a problem. First of all, there's there's groups that are making millions off of the gun control back out there. Somebody just texted in, law-abiding citizens have no need for rapidly firing weapons at all. Well, A, I can tell you, you don't know what you're talking about to begin with. First of all, you need a special federal license to have an automatic weapon. And how about the law-abiding citizen should have whatever weapon they feel they need, not what you decide they need. A law-abiding citizen right there, in your own statement, you said you want to curtail law-abiding citizens. Why? Why? I just don't get it. And somebody just texted in, uh, maybe it's a good thing, Rob, make the parents accountable for the kids. And they won't be held on charges and fines. And they will be held on charges and fines as well. Car vandalism, shoplifting, gets a huge fine, etc. It's it's a slippery slope. I mean, you can't you can't legally say that someone else is going to be responsible for another person's criminal actions. It's just it's a, it's a hard it's a hard threshold to make. Now, I agree in this case where you can show criminal negligence, yes. But to simply say that you should be held responsible for your child's crimes, that's a slippery slope, and I, and I don't think we go down that that. Now, I, I'm fine. It's easy for me at this point to say, yeah, absolutely. And believe me, I think Parents should be responsible for their kids' actions. Criminal responsible for something that they've had no control over? If you can prove negligence, I agree. But uh, I'm just looking at some text messages. They come in. Trained officers even miss seven or eight out of ten shots fired, I heard. Now take a threatened homeowner. Sadly, we need many rounds. Well, I I beg to differ with you there. I worked for the largest police department in the world, and our firearms training was pathetic. There, I said it. A good majority of police departments around the country's firearms training is pathetic. One, because they really don't want you to use your gun. New York City did everything they could to make us inaccurate with our weapons. From the Gregarian trigger pull 
that they modified weapons to, to the type of rounds they used, to everything else. They did everything you could to make it purposeful that you didn't hit your target. There is no training facilities for the most part in New York City, the largest police department in the world. You know, you couldn't just go to a range in New York City, a police department range, get 100 rounds and shoot whenever you wanted to. You, you think that would be something, their, their qualification is pretty much nonsense. While I worked and since I've retired, your, your everyday civilian gun enthusiast trains way more than your average law enforcement officer, and that's sad. So, I'm just looking at the text messages coming in. Yeah, well, you know, the texter who said that the law-abiding citizens have no need for rapid-firing rapid weapons at all hasn't responded back yet. But the, the, their, their comment in itself is an oxymoron. Law-abiding citizens have no need. First of all, you don't decide what a law-abiding citizen needs and doesn't need. It's as simple as that. And there's already laws on the books. Yes, if you want to have a fully automatic weapon, you need to go through a certain process, certain background check, and get certain licenses. Semi-automatic, uh, because you think it looks scary, doesn't mean it operates any differently than your semi-automatic hunting rifle that has the same capacity, same everything else. And I've put them side by side. I'm taking pictures of them side by side. And you'd be amazed at the comments, how one's scary, one's not. It's as simple as that. Let's go to the phones. We have uh, Elle from Wayne County on Jennifer Crumbly. Elle. Hi. Um, they said uh, yesterday they got more into it on what they were showing on TV, and they actually played some of the uh, footage from the courtroom. And they said after 11 hours or approximately 11 hours of deliberating, uh, they concluded to charge her because she. they said, if this ever happened to you again, would you have done anything differently? And she said no. Well, that's what I've been saying all along. That yeah, when, when she was asked, yeah. would, you, would you do anything differently? Her answer was right. no, knowing that there's four people dead. Right. And she, she, meaning that she wouldn't have tried to stop it in any way. I mean, my God, I mean, what was wrong with that woman? <laughs> I just couldn't believe it when I heard that come out of her mouth. And like I said, I when I had the attorney from Court TV on the host of, of opening statement, um, if she would have showed remorse, if she would have been genuine in showing that she truly would have done anything in her power to make things different, because in hindsight, four people are dead, and obviously right. I failed as a parent, they there would have been one juror that found not guilty. I I, I would I would think things would have definitely been different, you know, ended up different. But I mean, she, she just sounded so cold-hearted when she said that. And I thought to myself, oh, you're done, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, but uh, hey, you know, uh, maybe that won't happen when the husband goes on trial. So we'll have to see what happens when he what he says and what he does. You I, know? I'd be surprised seeing this now if that even makes trial. I could see a plea bargain um, in, in his future. And again, if he has the same attorney, I would think different because that defense attorney was horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Just my two cents watching it, but uh, the legal expert and assistant district attorney agreed that uh, the, the the defense attorney during closing statements made it all about her. Didn't make it about the yeah. case. Didn't kind of, and I said, the cadence of how she spoke, uh, uh, the cadence of how she spoke, the tone. 
just turned me off listening to it. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Well, one more thing too. I don't know if you know there was uh, a dairy recall. Some some brand cheese. I think it was called Stew something. I've never heard of it, but uh, a lot of people have gotten sick in different states. So uh, just everybody watch out. You know, like I, I never heard of that brand before. Come on, now. we're going to need a little more information than that. You just can't say cheese. <laughs> I don't know the I name. Had- I wrote it down yesterday, and I can't find my note. And they were they they mentioned it just right. a few well, minutes ago, but they didn't they didn't they didn't say it yet. So. Any, anyone <laughs> listening out there, if you have cheese that you want to find out about a recall, just search it yourself because L now made it bad for everybody because everybody's got to watch sorry. the cheese they make. Well, oh. sorry, no, no, it was the brand. They said it was more than one brand name, but they said the one the one that they did mention was Stew S T E W something. Like I said, I've, I've never seen that in any of our stores, but All I don't right. shop in every store in our area either. You know what I mean? Gotcha. So. All right, Elle. Thanks for checking <laughs> okay. in. Okay. Thank Bye-bye. you. Have a great night. Bye-bye. You too. It's uh, 522 here at WILK. Time for traffic and weather. Well, thank you. Rob, we have no problems really to report on our major roadways. Just a little bit of slowing. You can expect to dip below the 55-mile-an-hour speed limit on 81 in both directions through the Scranton area. You might want to watch out for a little incident that happened in front of the car wash in Music. Uh, That might be slowing you up as emergency vehicles respond to a broken-down vehicle. Other than that, it's looking pretty good in Northeast PA. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line. 570-883-7269 from the WILK Traffic Center. Nikki Stone with this Penteladata Internet Traffic Update. Thank you, Nikki. (laughs) It's time for the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, clear skies, low 28. Thursday, a mix of clouds and sun, milder, high 52. Friday, dry start, cloudy most of the day, high 52 again. Saturday, some rain in the afternoon and evenings. It's going to be moderate up in the 50s again. It's currently 45 degrees and sunny here at 523, your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. Well, there is a cheese recall. Listeria outbreak break linked to queso, fresco, and cotija cheese. Spanish's cheeses, dairy products, they were sold nationwide under 365 Whole Foods Market, Tijo, Tio Francisco, Santa Maria, Santa Carlos, Rizzo Brothers, Rio Grande, La Ordeña, Food City, El Hache, Dos Ranchitos, Don Francisco, Casa Cardenas, and Campesino. Those are the stores that sold the cheese. So I don't think uh, m- many people have anything to worry about, but uh, I'll check with my wife when I get home to make sure she has none of those cheeses. But that's the, the cheese outbreak, and that's coming straight from the CDC website. It was posted yesterday. So there was uh, 11 states, and those are the stores, and I don't recognize any of those stores. Maybe a food city. Is there a food city anywhere you know any food city, Jake? No food cities? Supermarket food city? The rest of them I'm sure we don't have. I know food city is really popular in Tennessee. Well, maybe in Tennessee they got to watch out for this uh, queso fresco and codija cheese. Those are the two cheeses that have been have been recalled. Yeah. And, and yes, I had to look that up. 
the <laughs> listeners. Uh, thank you. Texter also gave me the 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 brands of cheese there, but you just can't call up and say there's a cheese recall, but I'm not sure of the name. People panic. My wife throws away my cheeses. I'll get really angry. Really, really angry. Uh, where am I at now? I'm just totally... What time is it? 5.27? Oh. Oh, here you go. Did you see, did you see the footage of uh, President Joe Biden? Let me see if I can pull it up here real quick. Uh, forgot the name Hamas. Uh, this is getting bad. Listen, I don't care who you want to vote for in 2024. This guy does not have the cognitive ability to continue to be president. And and I don't care if they try and get someone else. That's fine. But let's be honest here. Let's see if I can get this. Of American power. It all goes to, was America keep its word? Does America move forward? There is some movement, and I don't want to, I don't want to, I'll maybe choose my words. There's some movement. There's been a response from the, uh, the, the... There's been a response from the opposition. But, um, it, uh, yes, I'm sorry. From Hamas. A question. Uh, somebody from the audience had to actually say Hamas for him. Listen, this is this is a regular occurrence now. And listen, I, I could care less if you hate Trump vehemently. I could care less what your politics are. This is not somebody who can run for president right here. The cognitive ability is shot, just gone. This is happening way too much. This is at a point, you know, all the things they brag about. We get callers here that try and brag about it. The economy's doing great. Job numbers are great. Inflation is down. Everything's wonderful. This guy should be talking to the American public if all that was true. You, know, you listen to his his uh, Department of Homeland Security secretary and the, the United States press secretary. They, the border's secure as well. But if all these things were true, this guy should be speaking to the American public on a daily basis. His numbers across the board are tanking. And if these are actual wins that he has, if these things are actually, if they believe that these things are doing what they're saying they're doing, he should be talking to the American people day in and day out. Uh, he, he's, he's not even going to speak to the American public before the Super Bowl. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Again, 
every time he speaks in public, he gets lost. And politics aside, we have to be worried about a country here. And, and find someone else, I don't care. I mean, the only person who's polling less than Joe Biden at this point is Kamala Harris. So if that's your go-to, we got even bigger problems. I understand you want to hate the other side so much. I understand you want to point fingers at Donald Trump. And mind you, there's plenty of things to point fingers at. I'm not going to lie to you. There is. But for Christ's sake, find someone on your side that is coherent. This guy's not going to make it. This guy can't have a conversation. Could you imagine when he goes, speaks to foreign dignitaries and other leaders and business CEOs and just anyone he speaks to? This is just incredible. When you have aides yelling out from the crowd the word you're looking for, when you have it written in front of you, we can't have this as a nation. This is just, this can't happen. So God help us in 2024. And that could go many ways. But please, I mean, look for an option. And obviously they're scared to put a Kamala Harris up there. Because she's like less than he is. And he can't even have a conversation. It's uh, 532 here at WILK. We'll be back with the Rob O'Donnell Show after the news with Paul Michaels. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. Well, we do have an update in the uh, the two officers shot down in it. It's, it's uh, East Lansdowne, not Upper Darby. That's been corrected. They they received a, recall, a call of 11-year-old shot at a home in East Lansdowne, Pennsylvania. As they arrived, someone opened fire on them, hitting both officers in the legs. They are in stable condition, thankfully. The shooter then retreated back into the home, and the home became engulfed in fire. So at this point, it's unknown if a child was ever shot or that was just a call to get law enforcement there to ambush them. And uh, they haven't been able to check the, um, the ashes of the, the home, which is now, for the most part, put out for the remains of the shooter as well. So there was a call of an 11-year-old child shot at the home. Police respond as when they're approaching the home, there's an ambush they're open fire on. They're struck. Two officers are struck. From what I'm seeing in the legs, they're in stable condition as per their union. And the house was fully engulfed in flames shortly after. So there's unknown if there is a child shot, and there's unknown where the remains of the shooter themselves are. So that's the update that we're getting from uh, from there as well. Somebody texted in, Rob, the numbers of created jobs are up and the average number of hours worked in a week have fallen. What does that tell you? Well, it's, it's if you look at the numbers, if you break them down too, a lot of the jobs created are government jobs and a lot of the employment are people with multi-part-time jobs. Um, youth employment is also up as well. So we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens there with that. I did see this one story that I just went, and it's not from our area, but it's just a heads up of what's to come. And thankfully, there's an agent, a state agency in North Carolina that stepped in and says, no, this this is not going to happen, where they wanted to raise homeowner insurance rates by 42.2%, an average. 
insurance companies proposed an increasing average of 42.2% in North Carolina homeowners. It has been rejected and will be negotiated as per the insurance commissioner's commission of that state. A move by Insurance Commissioner Mike Causey is not not a surprise. He signals his intention at the State Council of State meeting early Tuesday and later issued a release with an explanation he has set a hearing for October 7th. I haven't seen any evidence to justify such a dramatic rate increase on North Carolina consumers, Commissioner Causey said. The Department of Insurance has received more than 24,000 emailed comments on this proposal with hundreds more policyholders commenting by mail. Policyholders. Scores more consumers spoke during public comment forum. North Carolina consumers deserve a more thorough review of this proposal. I intend to make sure they get that review. So insurance companies wanted to raise their homeowner insurance 40, over more than 42% on homeowners. The prospects for acceptance were always minimal. For example, the Rate Bureau got a one-third of its ask back in November 2020. This is what's going on here as well with the Water Authority. We have seen it time and time again. They shoot high to get where they kind of want to be. That's when the pitch totaled an overall average increase of 24.5%. They negotiated it down to 7.9%. And, you know, listen, with insurance, things they mandate by law we have with water and sewer bills here in Scranton, in the, in, in Pennsylvania, I shouldn't just say Scranton, um, you know, you need those services, right? So you kind of at their will. But these utility companies, these private insurance companies want to shoot high to get you to think you got a deal when you get where you should be to begin with. So thankfully... That's there, but we've seen these insurance increases here. I've been warning you for the past year. Your homeowner's insurance, your car insurance, everything's going up as far as insurance. But 42.2% in North Carolina for your homeowner's insurance. Just imagine if that hits you here. We'll leave it at that. It's uh, 541 here. Time for traffic and weather. And thanks, Rob. No real problems to report. We have no major backups, no delays, and not a lot of heavy traffic. Maybe a little bit of bumper-to-bumper traffic on Jefferson Avenue in Scranton and on Davis Street. North Main Street and Old Forge seems to have a little bit of traffic, but um, it's really not looking all that bad. This, from the WILK Traffic Center, Nikki Stone, with your Penteladata Internet Traffic Update, brought to you by Farmer's Dog. Fresh, delicious, human-grade dog food delivered straight to your door. Good poops? That's exactly what that was. Okay. Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, clear <laughs> skies. Oh, low 28. Thursday, mix of sun and clouds, milder, high 52. Friday, dry start, cloudy, high 52 again. Saturday, some rain in the afternoons, evening. It's going to be mild, though, in the upper 50s. It's currently 43 degrees and clear here at 543, your official weather station, WILK. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. 43 degrees and Clear outside at 546. Well, 
I, for one, am one of the people that say, finally, and it's two years too late. But the RNC chairwoman, Rona McDaniels, tells Trump she's resigning after South Carolina primary, as per report. Republican National Committee Chairwoman Rona McDaniel was has told former President Donald Trump that she will step down from her post later this month, soon after the South Carolina primary. Trump 77 is expected to back North Carolina Republican Party Chairman Michael Watley as McDaniel's replacement after the Palmetto State's February 24th primary, sources told the Associated Press Tuesday. Former President and GOP primary frontrunner hinted on Monday that McDaniels, 50, should vacate her position after the RNC reported a decade-low fundraising numbers entering the presidential election year. I think she knows that. I think she understands that, Trump said during a Newsmax interview when asked whether McDaniels should resign after three consecutive election cycles of of Republican underperformance. Trump also teased uh, in a Truth Social post that he'll be uh, making a decision the day after South Carolina primary as to my recommendations for RNC growth, calling McDaniels a friend and praising her work in Michigan during his 2016 election victory over Hillary Clinton. And he did stay allegiant to her, even though she's failed the Republican Party and the GOP year after year after year. And like I said, two years too late, she's gone. It's only because of Donald Trump she was not removed over a year ago when there was a challenge to her. Two years too late. And what's your thoughts on it? Multiple outlets have reported that Trump met with McDaniel at his Mar-a-Lago estate on the day of the post. Trump's preference for Watley to take the helm of the National Party stems from the North Carolina GOP's chair's beliefs, belief that na- mass voting fraud was perpetrated during 2020 election, and the former president's view of Watley was instrumental in delivering North Carolina for him at the same year, according to the New York Times. No, I, I'll I'll tell you what the problem with the GOP is. There's no ground game. I've had the conversation with the national GOP. I've had the conversation with the state GOP. And I've told them quite frankly, especially here in Northeast Pennsylvania, even your Democrats are very moderate Democrats. If they had people here day in and day out speaking to them, telling them the beliefs, telling them what they want to see the country go for, telling them what they want to do, they would realize that they're more aligned than not. And there's zero ground game. They wait till just before something's happening, and then they show up and expect everybody to turn out and vote. They've totally dropped the ball on mail-in voting. And yes, you could be for it or against it, whatever your plan is. I get it. But it's the way it's going. If we don't jump on board and get on the, the, the mail-in voting bandwagon as Republicans, you're going to continue to lose. These are the things that the Republican Party has resisted. They have not moved forward. They never get people here on the ground beforehand, year-round. Democrats have a great ground game. Democrats lockstep when they get behind something. 
there is no coordinated effort with the GOP across the states or nationally. I've spoken to the national GOP, and I've told them personally, point blank, why aren't you here in Northeast Pennsylvania more? Why aren't you discussing the topics, the platforms that you want to pursue? Because I think if you spoke to people, because the only thing they're getting bombarded with is mainstream media and local rhetoric. If you got there more and you talked to people more one-on-one in group settings, in town hall settings, from school board meetings to local events to townships to counties, they would realize, you know what? I do believe that more. I do like that. But they don't. They don't do it. And Rona McDaniels has thrown crap against the wall for years now. But because of Trump's allegiance to her, he shielded her from being ousted, where she came very closely to doing. And uh, you know, we're back here. Just want to close a little bit on uh, Josh Shapiro's budget plan. We talked about the school portion of that. And his merging, his wanting to merge the PASHI, higher education, with the community college system here in Pennsylvania. But one of his biggest things is he's angry and wants to stop losing to freaking Ohio. During Pennsylvania's Josh Shapiro's second budget address against touted major spending for education, statewide economic investment, and significant funding for public transit... All of this, he argued, could be done with the balanced budget, no new taxes, along with a minimum wage increase, new gun violence office, and legalization of recreational marijuana. And perhaps, most importantly, could undermine Ohio's economic proudness just a little bit. Over the last five years, our neighbors, Ohio, New York, New Jersey, all committed more resources to economic development than Pennsylvania, Shapiro said. Their investment is paying off, and I'm sick and tired of losing to freaking Ohio. For K-12 education, we talked about this. Shapiro's called for $1.1 billion in new funding, $50 million increase for special education, and a $30 million increase for pre-K programs to recruit new teachers, retain new teachers, as well as money for students' mental health. Buildings, too, could get a boost from the governor's proposed $1.5 billion fund with $300 million this year to invest in physical upgrades to help the districts maintain safe and healthy learning environments. Shabiro also touted higher education reform plan that would combine PASHI, the Pennsylvania State System of Higher Education, and community colleges into one system, institute performance-based funding for state Related and dedicate $297 million to offset student cost. Under my plan, no student or family making the medium income or below should have to pay more than $1,000 per semester for tuition and fees in the new system, he said. Providing more details on the economic development strategy, he proposed a $500 million bond to prepare site for development to attract companies to Pennsylvania. From climate change, he pivoted to the proposed $1.5 billion over five years to fund public transit, including $40 million to Pittsburgh Regional Transit, Atlanta, 
in Lehigh and Northampton counties. Public transit provides freedom of opportunity, Shapiro said. It makes us competitive and helps us sell our Commonwealth to others. I understand people who live in the cities, but I've lived here over 20 years, and I haven't taken a public transit here in Pennsylvania once. Just me, but I'm sure people do. I mean, we have it. For SEPTA, he's offering $161 million with an automatic match of 15% from local counties. That's kind of the, the catch-all. And then we have the uh, minimum wage. He wants to raise it to $15 an hour. I had a story, I think we'll get the story tomorrow, where uh, a Big Mac Happy Meal is like, a Big Mac Happy Meal, a Big Mac meal at, at some McDonald's is like $18. And they said the main reason of that is the cost of uh, employees. So if you're willing to defund the dollar by increasing the minimum wage artificially so the price on everything goes up, have at it. But that's exactly how it works, and it's how exactly how not to do Economics 101. Well, that's it for the Rob O'Donnell Show on this Wednesday, February 7th, 2024. Already past the midweek. 43 degrees in clear outside. Coming up on uh, 559. Hopefully we brought you the information that mattered. Try and bring you the best guests we can get. Court TV's host. Can't do better than that. Some last text messages coming in. Uh, we don't want, we don't need or want recreational pot. Well, some people don't, but I understand what you're saying. Uh, we already spend over $16 billion on schools, don't we? Rob, this money will go to teachers' salaries, then passed on to unions, and then passed on to the Democrat Party. It's interesting how that works, right? Uh, local Scranton Republican infrastructure sucks. They're absolutely useless in petitions. They don't combine or create shared packs, and they don't have leadership. Well, I agree. That's not just local. That's state and national needs help as well. Like I said, that's it for the Rob O'Donnell Show today. Thanks for joining us along for the ride. We will see you tomorrow. God bless. Be safe. And same time, 3 to 6, you always have the Rob O'Donnell Show here on weekdays. See you then. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 